is The MS Show, the weekly podcast for people impacted by multiple sclerosis and home of the MS Action Takers. I'm Bron Webster and I've been living with MS over 25 years. Together with MS experts and real life people with MS, I'll be sharing tips and stories that will help when the MS gets real and inspire you to be an MS action taker and get in charge of your MS life. Hi, and welcome to today's episode. I'm going to be retiring. Yes, I'm actually going to retire. No. Do you know what? I'm not sure I can do it. I really don't know whether I'm ready to retire. That's what today's episode is all about. It's a brief start to a series looking at stopping work because of health reasons. Have you thought about it? Have you thought about having to give up work? Maybe it's forced because of how things are going in your workplace. Or perhaps you're just thinking that you're struggling a little bit and maybe the time's right or maybe you can see that down the line you're going to have to ease and lift your foot off the gas a little bit. For me, back in 2012, I recognised that I couldn't do my career any longer. I left my career, but I did not leave on early retirement basis. So what I did was I bit the bullet. I resigned. I left. I had no job. It was the right thing for me at the time. And you know what? It's estimated that 70% of people diagnosed with MS will leave within 10 years of their diagnosis. 70%. I left in 2012. I was diagnosed in 1996. So by my calculations, with my capacity in my brain, what's that come out at? 1996, 06. 16 years? Yeah. So 16 years after uh, I was diagnosed, I gave up my career. And I gave it up predominantly because I was struggling with fatigue. I was struggling with a few memory lapses. Um... But basically, I'd identified that I needed to take greater care of myself. And so I wanted to focus on what became my priorities. So that's where I got to back in 2012. But the concept of retirement. At that point in time, it felt really, really final. And if it's something that you're considering, it's something that somebody's said to you, your start point is asking yourself these three or four questions. Are you ready to stop working altogether? Are you ready to start drawing your pension? 
do you want an option to be able to work again? Because actually, these are all of the things that if you take or apply for and are successful in getting, if you apply for ill health retirement, the pension company that your employer uses might not permit future working. So you need to check what you are allowed to do and what you can no longer do if you're going to go down this pension claiming your ill health pension. But going down retirement, that actually is, re it is really final because you are resigning or you are effectively dismissed from the job. So are you ready to give up? Are you ready to give in? Because I think as people with MS, that's not something that sits easily with us. So what I thought might be useful is for me to just give some sort of high level ideas of the sorts of things that came into my decision making. But before I do that, this is all if we are assuming that we're the ones driving that decision. And I do appreciate that for some people, retirement or forced out of work is not something that you're choosing. It's something that is being done to you. That is a very different set of circumstances. And those circumstances are not the scope really of what I wanted to talk about on this episode. But you need to be aware that if you've got people putting you under pressure at work, consider that Multiple sclerosis is classed as a condition under the Equality Act, which means that you are covered if things are being done in the wrong way. But you're going to need some support if that is the case. And I would advise as quickly as possible for you to start making connections. And those connections should be with employment lawyers or some kind of professional service and very often you can get some initial advice for free. There's also things like ACAS and unions that will help you. Don't try to do this all along if you are having something done to you that is really not sitting comfortably. But let's get back to if we're looking at things where we're the one that is thinking that this is something that we might need to do. So the decision making that I went through when I was deciding that I wasn't comfortable going back, working really long hours in a high pressure job, it just didn't sit with me at the time. I just didn't want to be doing it forever. And I think the starting point is what are your hopes? What are your fears? Think about the fears, first of all. So I'd got a real fear around being able to manage financially. And I think looking back, I was lucky enough to be able to make that decision in conjunction with my husband, who was in a stable job with a good employer and he'd been with them for a while. So we were able to come to the conclusion that we needed to tighten our belts a little bit. But the financial implications of me stopping work 
were not so huge. You need to also think about what does the day look like? What are you going to do with your days? Yes, we might be struggling to keep that job, but my, I wasn't ready to do nothing. I wasn't at the point of not being able to contribute to some sort of a life. So what is your day going to look like? What do you hope for your days? And what about connections with other people? Because if you're not going into a workplace, how are you going to actually keep connections going? And I think while we're in this pandemic at the moment, we've all experienced a very different life and a very different ability to be able to maintain our connections and maintain our our social lives but we know that it's important so what are my priorities what were my priorities how can we work out the hopes what do I want well I worked out that being healthy being around my family and being able to spend time with my loved ones they were my priorities they were right at the top of my tree but I'd got some real fears coming out of that as well. I was really concerned about how people are going to view me if I'm not going anywhere and if I'm not doing anything and if actually I'm a little bit disabled now, and I never used to be, that people were going to talk about me or forget about me and their memory would be, oh, well, that's just the lady we don't really see anymore. She lives in that corner house and it's the one that's always got a messy garden because think she's got something wrong with her I've no idea what it is but that's not a nice thing to think that you're being forgotten so that is again a real fear so my hopes then coming back to working out these priorities I hoped that my finances were going to be stable I wanted to be able to keep my health at a certain level and try and work around the disability aspects as well as I could. I started to think about how I could really spend time with my family but still do things that involve some element of adventure and traveling or doing exhilarating things whatever they might be and I also thought about community And how can I build a new community for myself? I think the biggest of all of them, the biggest driver was to be able to put my health first. And sleeping, yes, it's really important. I need around about nine and a half hours every day. And that's really important to me. But also my muscles have started to waste away on my weak side of my body and it's just not something that I want to happen. So what I need to do and what I am doing every single day is I'm working hard to be able to keep myself strong. But by the time I've done my new slow getting ready to face the day, I'm finding that getting ready, doing some sort of exercise, having some shower or some other means to cool down, because that's really important, that that takes a big chunk of my days, actually. And it seems ludicrous, but it can take three hours 
And I think three hours of doing what? And you could say, yeah, three hours of exercise. But actually, I like to think of that as, well, do you know what? It's three hours of me having my future. And that's what I've got to do every day. And that's to fit with my priorities. My priorities of being as healthy as I can with MS and having time available to spend with my family and with my loved ones. But I'm still struggling with this name, with this terminology, this retirement. I think it's got a whole lot of stigma attached to it. But I don't know why that is, because I've been mulling it over and I've been thinking, is the time right? Now that I've turned 50, hang on to that one, I'll come back to that one. But now that I've turned 50, how do I feel about saying that I've retired? It's got quite a lot of stigma attached to it still. Um, it's like the Blue Rinse Brigade are almost a group of people that I see as the retired people. Um, but I don't see that I'm falling into that category. If anything, I just see it that I'm slowing down. Other people might see it as semi-retirement or maybe taking a break or a sabbatical. There's lots of different words that you can use because it's difficult sometimes to use the word retirement. There is a stigma attached. So if somebody says, Bron, what do you do? I need to work out what I'm going to tell them because do you know what? I've decided that I am going to be slowing down. I've decided that because I need to put some extra effort in to being able to maintain my priorities, that I have got to slow the other things in my life right down. So I'm able to change my working arrangement. And to be honest, the work that I do is very much centred around this podcast and around my Facebook community. And there's not much else. There's some of the expert patient work that I do, but that is very, very small in terms of hours and things. So it's not a massive come down for me to be able to say that I'm slowing down and I'm slowing down for health reasons. But I'm feeling as though it's in my control. So I'm the one that's driving it. And what else do I need to change in order for this to feel like it's slowed down enough? Maybe it's just as simple as changing your working arrangements. Maybe it's as simple as reducing hours or reducing responsibilities. What I would say is just keep an eye on how that impacts that future pension. Because if you reduce your hours, that might affect how much is going into your pension or it might affect how much if you're lucky to lucky enough to be in a final salary scheme it might affect how much you're going to get out when you actually hit retirement age or when you start claiming so there's a lot of things to think about but thinking in terms of changing your working arrangement can be a positive first step it's not a do or die I have to work or stop work there are lots of things in between. So I left my career, but I did still study and I did train 
and I did work in different uh, sectors on a self-employed basis, which is very much then under my control. So there's an awful lot to think about. And what I'm hoping for the rest of this series is to get some people who have been down a similar path or are going through it to just talk about what they did, how they did it, the decisions, etc. Because there's a lot wrapped up in stopping working because of health reasons. There really is. And on a related note, the decision that I've come to in terms of slowing down is that I'm going to be moving the podcast to be less frequent than it currently is. So at the minute, it's every week on a Tuesday, but I'm going to be taking it to twice a month. And I'm looking at the second and the fourth Tuesday of every month for the podcast to come out. And I'm going to be adjusting other things that I do behind the scenes as well, because there's a lot more than, than you can see. So I'm going to definitely slow down and I'd love to hear what your thoughts are, what your worries are. Um, and if you've already made this change, how things are going. I just think, let's talk about it. So do get in touch. Thank you ever so much for listening to me musing on the concept of retirement or semi-retirement or in my case slowing down I'll see you next time thanks so much for listening to today's MS show please can you help to grow the audience if you can subscribe rate review this podcast it all helps and if you'd like to get in touch or just send me an email, you can do that by emailing hello at multiplesuccess.co.uk. The address will also be in the show notes.